0: Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about, with your host, Julian. Hey, and we're live. This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. Before we get started, y'all know the routine. If you could please subscribe to my YouTube channel, search Enlighten Me, as well as Apple, Google, Amazon, and Spotify. Search Enlighten Me, uh, subscribe, share. And uh, if you want to do some donations, 99 cents, 4.99, and 10.99, be greatly appreciated. Uh, it's been a it's been a wonderful week. It's Monday, and we got we got a good topic. Uh, two people actually brought this to my attention. This gentleman that's on here now, and another that brought it at Polar, uh, giving you a shout out. Appreciate it, brother. So uh, before we get started, you mind introducing yourself, Mason?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, name is Dale. I'm in the United States military, and I can't wait to get started on this podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, brother. Especially you've been a uh, talking about getting a couple other podcasts going. So mm-hmm. but let's let's go ahead and do this. Uh, so the subject, the topic is, was it Woman King? I saw that movie Saturday night. So what's, what's your take on this? Because I'm getting a lot of feedback from different people already.
1: I mean, from Woman King, it's now, and I will be honest, I've gotten yeah. a lot of, I've seen like a lot of reviews from it, but I personally myself have not seen it. So I'll just put that disclaimer out there, but. From what I've seen, just from a lot of YouTubers who have talked about it, reviewers who have talked about it, it's just about everything that I had suspected in the absolute worst ways possible. For one, with the film of the Woman King, they were so disingenuous with the fact that the history of the Enogi people—I think that's how you, um, I think that's how you pronounce it. So, for one, the reason why they had women as warriors in the first place. It's because their men have been decimated through warfaring and being sold off into slavery. That's why they had to have women warriors in the first place, because it just, they needed bodies up until a certain point. And then also, when you look at the dynamics in terms of how the women operated, and there's actually a famous chant that they had. Now, don't ask me that, how to say it, <laughs> right? I, I do not speak that language at all whatsoever. But basically, what the moniker in which they went by, was that they can no longer see themselves as women. They have to become men. Especially in that time period, it was just very true because women were not, well, pretty much it was a taboo, right, for women to even be warfaring in the first place, obviously, because the men who, had, who were physically and psychologically bred for, for that, for that um, particular role. And then, as well as when you talk about the General normatives of those societies, women were the caretakers and the supporters, right? So you wouldn't want someone who's like five foot three, one hundred twenty pounds out there running with a running with a spear, spear and sword, trying to fight anyone. It's not for one; it just doesn't make any sense, and they're going to be destroyed, which is actually what happened in real life in the battle between the French and the Inogi. I believe it was 450-plus of those women soldiers that died and only six Frenchmen. And mind you, the Frenchmen killed them in hand-to-hand combat. So it, it's actually pretty funny as far as seeing the dynamics, especially in the trailers and how people were talking about it, that you had these that these women, especially these this uh, 19-year-old virginal girl. And actually, I'll touch on that, too. This nineteen-year-old virginal girl, who's maybe hundred pounds soaking wet, just pushing back these grown men like she's GI Jane. Like that, it, it's it's freaking ridiculous as far as um, just really the what they're trying to push, and and it's also one thing and it's subliminal. But if you pay attention, there's actually a pretty alarming um, tell as far as the the roles between black men and uh black women. As far as what they're trying to convey, which to me makes sense because if you look at the the director and the I think the director and then the, the um, like the executive producers and whatnot, they were all pretty much just either white women or I think the director either she's black or she's mixed. I'm not sure, but essentially, is all these European black feminist women who are basically trying to portray trying to portray their ideals and beliefs onto the film. So one thing that struck me... Was, I'm sorry, were you about to say something?
0: Actually, I'm not, but I want to know. Do you think it's just to uh, uphold a character of the power of women, the way m- women can move and w- what women can do and they can be conquerors? Or do you feel like that is since it's based upon a true story, the story's not true at all?
1: When no, so it's... That? It's inspired by a true story, but and how they wrote it and portrayed it, it that's not what happened at all. That's why you know, know it's it's propagandist at best, as far as what they're trying to convey. And it's one thing as far as portraying strength and strength and um reliability within a person. It's it's but it can become toxic in a way as far as how they're trying to portray it. It's that. They're always lording over someone, right? And that's why they portrayed the um, the warriors and the women king. I mean, you think about it in the trailer, right? So they had it to where, again, it was a male and a female. And what they were doing is that they were testing they were testing their physiological and psychological um will willpower, where they both had a spear on one end and they're pushing against each other. And it's crazy to seeing that this one chick is just consistently pushing this dude back to the point to where he can't take anyone. He throws the spear off of them. Now, I, I imagine that to where and, you have a grown man up to that point who's been fighting his entire life. And you have this one chick, and she's just so she's just pushing back. And even though, yeah, she's struggling, but it is to a point to where he was like almost kind of cavalier about it also in a way, And I'm um, just sitting you know, there looking at it. Okay, here we go again. You know, it's just, it's just more of that same, um, more of that same trouble on bull crap in which they try to push and perpetuate. And the thing is, if you're going to do a film on that and that's what you're trying to push. All right, fine. But don't say that's based on a true story because now at that point you're being very disingenuous. And it's actually why a lot of, um, black people, on uh, especially on Twitter, there is they a hashtag. I think it's hashtag cancel woman king, and they also mentioned they mentioned the dynamics. That's part of it, but also the Enogi people in their kingdom. What they did, they were well-known slave traders, and they would also practice human sacrifices on their on their victims. And the Frenchmen at that period of time, you know, they didn't like that, and they tried to get them to the stop. Right, because the slave trade they were involved in was in the um, Diasporic of slave trade, so between Africa and the
0: Americas. Yeah, I think in well, the movie that I think they they were part of it, and I think they just uh, disembarked from uh, the whole slave trade.
1: That's right. Where the, yeah. the so Frenchmen were upset. Yeah, yeah, and so see, and that's the thing. So in the movie, they displayed display that way, but in actual history, they know they didn't want to stop. That's the reason why the Frenchmen had attacked in the first place. So they flipped it a little bit in terms of how, terms of how dynamic actually went by. Because if you look at it from historical, well, I mean, well, I mean, I shouldn't really say depending on how you view it. But when you look at it from historically, the Inogi were not people that you would consider, I guess you could say, the good guys. Especially if you're talking about the transatlantic um, slave trade, they were. Huge proprietors of it and benefited from it.
0: Well, do you think the movie's uh, the premise of the movie was uh, prominent in the factor of okay, black people, black power, black buying power? So it's, it's actually the highest out of any any other culture. And then you got to think of women, the women movement currently right now. So that's, I mean, that's two different realms, but paralyzed to capitalize on what's going on in today's society.
1: Well, and it's, I think it's pretty simple to see because it's really yeah you can go with the black power and the women power aspect of it but if you think but it's so one-sided right because in the movie there's no healthy dynamism between black men and black women right at best the relationship is indifferent but the normal role of of the movie is is to where um, they're adversarial relationships so the 19 year old girl who was in a movie Right. Her father tried to um, marry her off to these abusive, you know, again, abusive Darcy and Black men. Right. That's the and a lot of movies they portray us either bumbling fools and idiots or um, hyper masculine and dangerous. Right. They never really show us in any terms of um, competency. And then I think it was also hilarious in the sense to where they show that 19 year old virginal girl at that. She ends up, and it, it's pretty shameful, right? To where she pretty much gives up her virginity to um to one of the Frenchmen, but even though he was half black,
0: right? Oh yeah, that, was, that, that, that that shocked me. For it, they didn't capitalize on that, but she had no clothes on at one point, and it was like, ah, uh,
1: yeah, huh. it, it, exactly. And so you see that to where, and that's the part where they want to strip, particularly our women, of um any sort of femininity, because if you know a girl who's a virgin, and you think about the scene when she first saw him, he was naked, right? So of all, a girl who's a virgin who's never seen a man's body before, he would usually shy away, or she would even feel guilty for seeing that, you know, because, like, you know, she never had sex before, and she doesn't want to partake in that, partake in the male form, in that sense of fashion, or it's just, it's unfamiliar to her.
0: Yes, I'm sorry, you to
1: see. Yeah. Yeah, but with her, it was just like, oh well, and this is normal. And then she gave it up when she gave when she gave it up to the dude. Again, she just didn't really care about it. But the subliminal messaging behind that is they're pretty much w- what's they're pretty much telling you is how they view black women in society is that y'all are naturally whores, y'all are naturally women who are more promiscuous, y'all are naturally women. Who don't abide by any value, order, and structure. I mean, again, virginal woman.
0: At you that, got that all from that scene that, that she was a whore just because she had sex like that. Easy well, no, I'm not calling her a whore.
1: No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying as far as, I'll, I'll put it like this. In a lot of mass media, in which you'll see, black women are usually not portrayed as far as very feminine-like. They always make them look as if they're, you know, masculine, rude, loud. Yeah, I can see that. Always shaking their behind. You know, there's something ridiculous in that sense. And then when you watch that, again, I wouldn't make that connection if it wasn't so cavalier. It would be one thing if they built up a relationship with each other and then she did that. It's like, okay, that...
0: Uh Uh-oh. But hello to you. Yeah, I can hear you now. You said that would do something and cut out.
1: Yeah, so it's basically as soon as she saw the guy, right? It was almost as if she was she was already familiar with the male form in the sense that it just didn't even shock her seeing a naked dude. What about human different? nature?
0: It's, that's un, that's uncanny for human nature just to want something that you you don't know really know about. I mean, it's 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 in our essence almost. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so it's that's know, my, that was my that's my argument to say that she just saw something naturally, emotions arise, um, and she was intrigued by it.
1: Okay, and now my rebuttal to that would be: yes, it is very it is intriguing in a sense. But again, if you've never seen something of that sort, there's still an element of shock to it. I could like a female's form, right? But if it's a difference if me who's never slept with a woman or seen a woman who's naked, if I see her naked just out of her for the first time, my first, uh, my immediate emotion or my immediate action would be surprise in that sense. There was no shock or surprise from her at all whatsoever. She, it was just pretty much a, almost like a still image in a sense to where it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, you know I, I have familiarity with this. So it, it doesn't really even matter. And then when he goes to help her, the immediate reward – after that, again, you being a virgin is sleeping with him. I don't yeah, really, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really understand as far as how you could immediately go to doing something just like that when you never even, you probably never even kissed a man before. So the the the, the action of sex and that opinion just kind of, it just boggles my mind as far as how you could even jump you skip first and second base, and go straight to third into the home run.
0: So, the whole totality of the movie is swayed completely wrong, it seems like. What was that? So, the totality of the whole movie is, is it seems like it's swayed completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think, so, so what do you think they, what was the whole premise of the movie then? Why, why do you think that the movie was created? What were they trying to exactly establish by creating this movie?
1: Well, again, I think they were trying to paint again social dynamics in a sense, but they're trying to use and they're trying to use real historical events, but they're trying to paint their purview of social dynamics, and you see it a lot of the time. So, uh, I know this is a bit, it is diverting a, a bit, but I'll I'll go into it. That's why it's the main point which I'm trying to construct. But yes, the, the Little Mermaid that's coming out right now, right? Right, there's huge controversy because the because the person who's playing Ariel is a black woman. Truth be told, I'm in, I'm indifferent about it. Do I like it? Not really. I'll rather have things stay to the source material, but that's not really where my um that's not really where my angst comes to. It's that you will see Ariel, right? But then her father is a white dude, and then her love interest is a white dude. Right, so when I'm looking at things, like so for one, just looking at it, it doesn't really make sense. But then when I think about it, you know, from a social, like a social dynamic, it's it's it makes sense as to where okay, so the black man, which should be her father, you know, he should be the king, but he's not, right? Her love interest, which you would think of her being a black, with being a black, well, woman mermaid, right? You would think it would be a black man. But it's not and so you just see it to where you see these two white men that are the most prominent positions of her life and i think and i see it myself it's like okay because people know of that trope to where it's and it's very uh, common within a divestment community i don't know if you ever heard of that but it's basically to where um black men and women are just choosing a de- dead outside of their race because they don't see any value within their own people anymore just about, and there's constant complaining and infighting and, and battling of the sexes in those regard. So I see a lot of those dynamics between, well, the example I just gave in Little Mermaid and then also Woman King to where also in the scene of the Woman King, they were splitting the um, throats of the black men in their sleep, which it would make sense in the context of that film because how the men were either portrayed, it's either you had a weak and competent king right or you had these men who were predatorial and only wanted these women for for one thing i mean throughout the movie right i mean you know tell me if i'm wrong he had plenty of the king had plenty of wives you know it makes sense in that time period but do you ever see his children running around or hugging him screaming out for their father you know in a loving manner or was it just pretty much oh okay he's a king and he has concubines
0: yep pretty much this king yeah, okay. So again,
1: so it's just again, weak and competent black man is put in a position of power, who doesn't at least it's not explicitly shown that he cares too much too much about the value of a healthy family. He's just bumbling along trying to uphold.
0: Well then people. we can say that. Uh then what's your take on her giving her child up for adoption? Or getting rid of her child. She gave her, so uh, the mother, the main character, I, I don't know this lady. She played in like out of how to get away murder her name is a good actor um mm-hmm. she gave up her child and later found out that it was her child because she right. if she did if she had the child she wouldn't be and she wouldn't be able to be a woman warrior anymore so right. if I wrote the movie. if I wrote the moon for you some of y'all uh well you're listening you're tuned in apologize but <laughs> she gave it up so how do you feel like do you feel like that's institutionalizing the fact that women black women are giving up their their daughter or their child
1: oh yeah absolutely. Or do you think it's not no no absolutely because you got you think about it now amongst our um community it's to a point to where if you even mention the idea of childbirth you know to some black women they see it as like almost a disease in a sense right to where like no like why would i want kids now i want to focus on my career i want to get the bag i want to do me a kid would just bother
0: you cut out again uh But well, um, I don't there think you, go. You, hard said, hard. you said a kid you said a kid would just bog you down. That's where you stopped at. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like or a kid would just bog you down. And one of the most beautiful and natural things that life has to offer, which is childbirth, you know, it's seen as second, it's not really seen as um a duty anymore. It's seen as hindrance, right? In the modern day world to where we are pushing egalitarianism so much, is that the dangers in doing so is that you strip away the natural Traditional roles that men and women have, and so when you see in that scene right there that she's giving up her child for adoption to become a warrior, you essentially see that as that particular woman stripping away her femininity in order to the order to walk into a more masculine role. I mean, if you see that now as far as see as far as how the abortion numbers are, and it's very um daunting as far as how black women lead in that particular role with only being I think, about like 7% of the population in that sense. Well, I thought,
0: actually... I, thought uh, I thought white women had more, and that's the whole premise of so well, they, that gets deeper into so, the subject.
1: So, well, yeah, so they do, right? But again, it's more in a general sense. I'm talking like per capita basis. Per capita basis, it's going to be, it, it, it's black women who lead in that regard. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so, but basically, yeah, it's reinforcing in a sense to where, as far as I see it, where you should give up these these quote-unquote patriarchal norms that you've been accustomed to for so long. Give those up and then walk into the role of which men do. Which I'm not saying, listen, if women who don't want to have children and they want to focus on career, I'm not calling them monsters for doing that, right? But it's, I think, so a point to where if women who want to be more traditional, women who want to be more modern, you should leave that in a choice up to them. You shouldn't so much so much so be pushing this onto um onto women nowadays because if you have women particularly in our community who are more traditional, they get chastised and make fun of a lot. Oh yeah, which definitely. I, yeah, which is ridiculous, right? So you're gonna make fun of a woman who wants who wants to support her man in the best way possible and wants to have plenty of children and who wants
0: to be involved within their everyday life. Would well, they've been hurt or some some spiteful right. towards a man that did something to them in that character or that nature? So they tell no, somebody else yeah. the next, like, don't trust him, don't be with him, he's a dog or something weird. I don't
1: know. Well, yeah, it, it pretty much right. And it's I think a plague. No, it, it definitely
0: is a plague, and
1: that's that's a pervasive mindset throughout um throughout most of our well our community in general. But obviously, you know, it's not everybody. But I don't think I've explained it. Term generalities to you. you know, I know you're a pretty pretty smart, dude. But yeah, it's like you you see all those um, little dynamics that are being played throughout that film. It's just one of those things to where me talking about it now for most people, I mean, they would probably think, "Well, how do you draw such a deep such a deep messaging from that?" But again, all I would say is pay attention to the, a lot of the programs that involve black men and black women as far as how they interact towards each other. I mean, this isn't the days of like, um, I'll put it like this. There's not many coach boons that you'll see or uncle Phil's and, um, Vivian's, you know, anymore. Right. It's always some sort of drama, always some sort of tumultuous, tumultuous dealings with one another. It seems as if the only time that black men and women can come at peace is if we're sleeping with each other. And there always has to be some sort of struggle off this binding with that. It can never be any peace. And that's the reason why I love um Jordan Peele movies so much is because they don't enforce those stereotypical norms. He doesn't enforce those stereotypical norms amongst um Black America. It's pretty much the way you see it. And I mean, I hate to say it like this, but you kind of think it's like they're quote unquote acting white, right? But it's like, nah, it's like, this is just no- how normal family structures are. And it's how they should. And that's how, how they should work. And that's usually how they work. So that's why. Even though politically, you know, I don't agree with some of the things that he says, but as a filmmaker, when I see stuff like that, it gives me more hope because, you know, you actually have the men who know how to take charge, who are competent, that can lead. And you have the women who they show in their support roles and belief in their husbands. There is an unfounded strength that I think a lot of people don't act. Knowledge within women is well, that's, that's, no. that's
0: boring. That's that's boring. Especially you know, on, on a side note, I had somebody tell me the other day. This girl, she was interested. What yada yada yada. She's like, mm-hmm. you talk white, and I was like, huh? She's like, you talk proper, and I was like, yep. Deleted her number. But the fact that people are so 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 embedded in that that the way black men or black people should talk. I like guess, right. slaying and stuff like that. And I was like, we're still we're still here. I thought it was like, what is it, 2022 right now? We're, we're yeah. trying to grow and do better, and you're, you're just stuck in that way. Maybe she didn't mean any malice by it, but I'm pretty sure when you say something like that, it's like, uh I dodged well, no. a More often than not,
1: it's not out of spite, right? But, but again, it's so embedded within our culture to where you see, or you hear rather, especially black men talking of that sort it's foreign right i mean oh, for yeah. me i'll be in the office all right or where i work and i listen to classical music while i'm in there it used to be seen. i mean obviously you don't hear many people just casually listen to classical music nowadays right but the amount of surprise that i would get from you know from people it's like it's like well are you on hold or something it's like no, no I, I actually enjoy listening to this and that actually captivates um People people's attention more because it's, it's different, right?
0: It's abnormal, where,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not normal. But it's always the first reaction to where within um, our society, if we're not acting in some sort, form of degeneracy, it's just seen as abnormal, to say the very least, right? To where I shouldn't have to see some man or woman who is intelligent or some man or woman who was about their who's about their business and see that as a foreign entity. Right. When that when you go back into even like Jim Crow and Civil Rights era, that's not how we were as a people. Right. it anything you could look at black culture and see the most religious, the smartest, most well, most well spoken, well dressed people you can think of.
0: Right. But it wasn't until You want to know one thing you said i apologize to interrupt you but you said jordan peele movies that's why i'm not a fan of Perry, and people look at me like i'm crazy he's always doing something outlandish and just acting crazy like the the guy cheats this happens then they got amended or she gets hurt don't listen to him like i'm just like that i get it you're making money off drama and but you're you're affecting our society with what we're trying to grow out of
1: Oh, like got the cheating
0: man and things like that. You're like you're setting us back, but people well, look at me like I'm crazy.
1: No, yeah, because I mean, you got to think a lot of people. For one, they're paid dummies and puppets, a part of that whole machine, anyways. So they're just going to do what they got to do to to get a check. But you no, know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Diary Diary of a Mad Black Woman is a perfect example of that. I mean, you think of Helen; she was about the most feminine woman that you could think of, and then of course, here comes along dark-skinned black man with money. It's just like some. Some hound who is just cheating on her, beating on her, things of that sort, ungrateful for the woman that he has. I'm like, how long are we going to go with this trope that black men are just some violent animals that beat and beat and um, beat, beat, cheat, struggle, cheat, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, lie, struggle, snuggle their women. Now I'm trying to be clean for the, uh, for the pocket, but you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. At, at some point, you got to. You kind of have to see the forest with trees as far as what these people are doing, you know? And when I this see is what Winter sells. King, oh, yeah. It, it, and absolutely, it sells. Drama sells. But at some point in time, you can have something that's dramatic without absolutely eviscerating and destroying people in the process. And it's within our society now, it's especially when you think of like Real Housewives of Atlanta or Orange County or something stupid oh where you see, yeah, I know you see these idiotic idiotic women on there who are just fighting cursing um drinking you know first i'm thinking like (laughs) these look like a bunch of problematic men (laughs) you know but then they have and it's a lot of times you have black women acting like that i'm like all right see but then you'll be the same ones who will complain about how people perceive us it's like well those are our quote-unquote brightest who are out there? Who are pushing this narrative?
0: Millions absolutely- of people watch this, and then after a while, yeah. you, you habitually become what you see. Now you're oh, gonna start yeah, acting yeah. like that. Oh, uh, what's this? What's that thing they say now? P dot pop. I don't know. Something's going on TikTok, and people acting crazy over that. Well, uh, what was it that? called? I don't know. Somebody was singing it the other day. It was it's catchy, but I don't I don't know about it. Definitely don't know about it. But it just has this show, show you how influ- influential everything is, especially if you do it habitually, you, you utterly start to become that and I, and I said it in a couple of my podcasts. I did a girl who was in, enamored by uh, some show and she started acting like that and I was like, oh caught that real quick. No you're gone. You can't be doing this craziness. No, well, exactly right. And
1: then it's you know people will scoff at the idea toward the kind of music that you listen to or like you said, the kind of programming in which you watch will affect you in a certain way, and it's like, hey, listen, if you listen to music about constantly shooting, finessing or getting you know getting over on people to get you to get to the top, eventually you're gonna not saying you're gonna do it, but those kind of character those negative characteristics in which people carry carry, you're gonna be emblematic of that. or for example, if you see these these rappers who so let's be honest, a lot of these guys are broke anyways, right and they're just fronting for a music uh, music video. And you'll see them wearing all these flashy clothes, you know, these Balenciagas, Jordans, or whatever. And you see a lot of the dudes like, hey, well, if I wanna go ahead and get me a get me a good girl, or if I just wanna get me some chicks in general, then th- this is what I gotta do. This is how I have to look. And then you know, I couldn't now you will get women by doing that, but the caliber of women that women that you get, they're only gonna be there for the pizzazz and what you have. So like oh, yeah. you're not gonna catch if you put out things that are more quantitative in nature, that's exactly what you're going to get, but if you're not a qualitative individual, then obviously you're not going to get anything of quality in that regard. And, you know, it just makes perfect sense. And in regards to, you know, the film of woman King, that's what I see. It's just like a whole bunch of quantitative um, mess and garbage and dribble that you keep seeing all the time within the media. I mean, just think about the, the name of the film in general, Woman King. Oh, listen, this is just me. I wouldn't want to watch a movie that was called Man Queen. Right? <laughs> that, that'd be you know how disrespectful, and just have this um oh, skinny canceled. old, skinny old bird black dude on the on the cover, but then you see Woman King, you see this buffed up first of all, the actress in that movie, she's 57 years old. Right? So you're telling me this 57-year-old black woman is buffed up almost cheeked out and just beaten up on these men like it's nothing i have to i just have to say i don't think that would happen hopefully i don't get canceled for that i just don't think that's possible
0: uh, i mean they could have changed it to the, the queen me or something like that where she becomes the queen as she as she did yeah, yeah she came. yeah she did come with she comes to queen so queen me or something like that but so- woman king it kind of demoralizes her, her her stature and what she's trying to accomplish or what she is doing no it's yeah exactly man. you know and it's i know man it's like
1: i would like to say it's sad which it is but i can't i'm almost as sensitized to it in a way to where it's when i see something like that it's like yep i already know what they're trying to do and yep people are going to eat this up like it's a good thing which some people are and it's you can only talk about it. You you could talk about it so much, try to get like the truth out there, you know, as far as you know what we're doing today, but ultimately I it's either people are gonna listen and wake up to the madness in which it's been put out there for years. It's now you're starting to have people that are waking up towards it. But in my mind I'm thinking like, you know, is it is it a little too little is it too little too late because this train I, has I, been
0: rolling I, for a long time. I think I think it is. A lot of people are gonna hate me for this. But when kevin samuels died
1: oh whether you opinion.
0: like whether you like him or not people were celebrating this man's death
1: and, what and did that's when do? i was
0: like i was like here we go we're celebrating somebody's death i don't care immoral wherever you know i mean hitler he, he deserved to die, but well, you yeah. know stuff <laughs> like that yeah but that's that's two different spectrums look at that hitler freaking try to kill the whole world off this man, yeah, he said he, he said things that probably were not appropriate in the way he hmm. said them. But he never killed anybody, never hurt anybody. No, like you know what I'm saying, feelings. so yeah, yeah, besides and it, feelings, and know, to and celebrate somebody dying, you don't. Biggie said the best, you don't come back from that. So why, why would you want that?
1: It, it, exactly, you know, and that's the point. But what these Cretans don't even think about is that what you put on there on social media, acting like that, everyone else in society sees you and they see how you treat men like that and this is the reason why men of quality don't unfortunately i hate to say it you can look at all kind of dating statistics that are out there that black women more often than not are the least desired besides black men out of any other races uh, and No, that's correct i
0: did yeah, the, i did the podcast was, on this yeah
1: yeah, yeah i don't even correct. think it's close right and yeah. then you I know women will like to point to racism or colorism, especially, but it's, you have to look at it to where, well, how do you act in the social hierarchies or the social social constructs within um, interrelational inter- dynamics, right? I mean, as far as when, especially men in particular, see y'all, again, I hate saying it, but I'm just sp- telling the truth as far as how it is, a lot of men just see y'all as, you know, like concubines innocence or just sexual objects or at the worst incubators they don't see you as as women and then when you have a film like the woman king you're just doing nothing but reinforcing that and then the amount of vitriol and anger well actually i shouldn't say vitriol and anger but the joy you had in that man's death what is that going to say about y'all and how people are going to see y'all because you don't you don't think about those things like that right, or rather you may think about it but they just don't care
0: yeah yeah and, and I told people people ask me all the time like how do you feel about Kevin Samuels I, I'm like oh, that's, a, that's a one of the topic but uh because I did do a <laughs> podcast on that and I'm just like I get it like you didn't like him you hated him whatever but to wish death upon somebody I, I can't I can't virtually see myself doing that to anybody you know I know no. so you like you you'll you'll celebrate rappers and what they're doing and how they're calling females bitches and like stuff like that, even and calling dudes simps and stuff like that. I get it. But this man didn't call nobody that he's not calling nobody out there, he has called people with their name, but he hasn't he hasn't done anything derogative to affect true society. He just said, Hey, take yeah. accountability for this and that. Yeah, there's things I didn't agree with him. Like there's nobody's I'm never gonna agree with anybody 100 percent That's not no. gonna happen. But he just said, "Take accountability for this. You can't dig this." Like a, a girl who has four kids may not find a guy, you know, that makes 120k. I, it may not happen. It could happen. There's always an exception, but you know, things yeah. of that nature. Yeah, it's called In Disney. That, and that's 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 <laughs> when I know I was like, man, we're over here wishing people, and then the rappers getting killed every day. We're wishing death upon people like that. You could, know uh, you know, what's funny that you
1: said that? A chick with four kids in this society, could probably still get a husband. <laughs> Which yeah, is crazy I mean, to I... think about. But what Kevin was trying to do in a sense was like, hey, and it also wasn't just towards the women, it was towards the men as well. It's like, oh, yeah. hey man, if you we... really want to upgrade your quality of life to where you don't want to say, hitch to these kind of women, because let's just be honest, as average dudes, I mean, we kind of take what we can get and it's oh, in a sense in our society. You know, we're, we're invisible. Unless you're making a um, unless we're making a lot of money or truly making a name for yourself you know you're you get overlooked consistently oh, definitely definitely you know so kevin was just trying to offer a lot of advice and he used to go hard if you thought he went hard to women if you looked at a lot of his older stuff he used to light up yeah yeah
0: so i look thing- at this Some people were like he used to go on men and i was like let me go look into this because people kept hitting me up like what's your take on him and i was like man i haven't listened to him i think i heard him one time and i was like okay and then he started blowing up, and people were like, Yo, check him out. It's like, okay, he's like he's like anybody else, but he's just a black man trying to say things, and boom, done. Yeah, exactly. You
1: know, and when I would hear the stuff he said, I'd say I agreed with about maybe 85, 90% of it. Some of the things in terms of religion and of how he put it, because you know, for me, being non denominational, him being Baptist, I thought some of his views in Christianity were a bit. Meh, but I understood it because you got to think with Kevin Samuels, he was also raised in a um, single mother household. And a lot of the problems that, you know, black men have in terms of relationship standards, he did. It took a lot of time for him. Obviously the man died when he was, I think he was 54 when he died. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it took a long time. It takes a long time for you to be able to get to that position in order to uh, talk about those things. So there is mistakes that he made along the way. And I'll be honest, like watching this, the the um, videos on which he made, I, I could see a lot of the mistakes that I I made. In me as a twenty four year old man, you know, and still growing up in this world, and I can only imagine, you know, who I would be, you know, or only when I'm fifty four.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Some of the things I he, he has said. I thought about, but I never, you know, men, we don't really confide in other men sometimes. And I'm you know. like, yo, I, I, now I know I'm not crazy. Somebody else can agree. And I've seen comments where other people from other nations, other nations, other countries have said, thank you. I'm like, yo, this man's actually reaching a lot of people and he's, he's reached women as well. But I think the majority were women who didn't like him the way he talked to women. Yeah, disrespect is not a way to talk to anybody. I don't agree with that. Yeah. You know, sometimes it needs to be said. Sometimes we need to get hit over our head with a two by four for us to move or rethink the way we are thinking or acting. So yeah. I, I get it. He was, he was the kind hated. of medicine that you take that you hated,
1: but you realize that you need it in order to get better. And once oh, you definitely. get once that bitter taste is out your mouth, you realize the effects of what that medicine has done for you. That that was Kevin Samuels. And with me, my father being in the military and he was a Marine. It's on the way which Kevin Samuels taught my dad did. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm fairly cool with my dad now. You know, when I was a kid, I used to be like, man, I hate my dad. But, you know, when I got older, it's like, okay, now I know why he acted the way he did. Do I agree with everything my dad did? No, I don't. But to say that he was, he is not a great father. Oh, I, that would be the most incredulous thing that I can say. He's been nothing but a great man. So, going to wrap my, this up, Dale.
0: Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, no,
1: no, I was saying, boy, my father would not, be nothing but a great man, you know. And that's just the same way I, I kind of saw Kevin Samuels in a sense It's somewhat like a pseudo father figure. That's why it, it really did hurt when him um, when he
0: died because well, it, a lot it, of young, it. a lot of young people did look up to him. I mean, yeah, people. I know I'm gonna get some messages and some hate emails or whatever's going on. Um, But I I read the comments. I've seen comments. I've heard people spoke. So, I mean, it's empirical, right? That's what it is. You can't, you can fight the funk all you want to. But if people are saying, thank you, young boys who don't have father figures, like, thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, everything's not, it's not peachy clean, but he helped a lot of people out. And if people are saying he helped them. then that's what it is. Everybody gets help in their own way. Who are you to say that that person can't receive that type of help? You know, He's not trying to tell anybody to kill anybody. Or anything like that so yeah, exactly. Body. it's
1: like we all have to operate under one umbrella or our way of thinking as if black people are simply a monolith which is what you'll see a lot in um establishment based you know either like politics or media will try to do like they always try to appeal something to black people as a as a mass as if we're all just going to be hive-minded and congregate to that when black people if you actually speak with black people are definitely more diverse in our way of thinking. But we actually see see we act, we have a lot of traditional values as a people, not as we always did, but we see it's just now in um, modern-day America with all the programming that's been going on amongst us that our natural urge to want to be more traditional has been funked up by, as I would call it, the American nightmare now as far as what it is. I mean, and I hate to say it, but this country is, it's a, it's a house of cards. I mean, especially with the economy, something's going to tank very soon or something, I could see something catastrophic happening within the next 10 to 15 years, as far as where our country is headed. I mean, for one, the men and women can't stand to be around one another. Don't want, men don't want to get married. Women don't want to have kids. You know, it's, so you have, you're weakening infrastructure just by doing that in and of itself, but. When you make it so imba- um, imbalanced in one way for one particular gender, as far as especially an aspect, and it's a whole other topic, so I won't jump into oh, it, no. but but in the aspect of marriage in general, I mean, yeah, I completely understand why men don't want to get married or have kids because what the state can do to you in a divorce I mean, just look at all horror
0: stories that men have gone through. Oh, man. I've seen it. I've seen, I don't know, I'm on Facebook. And I read comments every now and again to see what's going on. And I've seen this guy say his whole story. I wish I had my phone right now. He just was, everything was gone from him. He worked everything, his retirement, his money and stuff like that. And she cheated on him and took the kids. So he was just pleading with young guys, do not get married. And I have ran into young guys, you know, me being a drill sergeant. They've come Mm -hmm. up to me like, hey, what do you? How do you? Like, can I talk to you? Like, Yep, so How do you feel about this and that? Like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to do this. I'm like, yeah. So it, at first it was like, oh, okay, it's a regular question. Then it started shocking me the amount of people, amount, amount of young men that would come up to me saying they don't want to get married. They just want this and that, that and this. I'm just like, oh, okay. So this is this is going on. This is real. No, yeah. And it's like, how do you expect a society to function if you know
1: you're not having strong families? But then again, if you want to terraform, weaken, and take over a country, you first have to destroy the nuclear family, which it's all but happened, you know, especially our community, which is, I won't say we're we're finished, but it's getting to a point very soon. If we don't start making immediate changes, we're done for, you know, and what's happened, what has happened to us is now purviewed across all of society, which I think was for, you know, you need it, for every country to be taken over, you have to have some form of slave or slave state or cattle, right? And that's what we were for a long time. And now that they figure out a formula that works to destroy and establish the people, you're starting to see the same thing happening across a whole bunch of boards. I mean, I mean, one topic is Asian men and Asian women. If you actually look in those um, social dynamics, Asian women usually prefer white men. They don't like dating Asian men. You know, and that's starting to become a concerning problem that Asian men have talked and complained about a lot. So, trust me, it's not just us; it's it's happening everywhere. But you could point to where the origins where that happened, and that's why I think, as a people, you know, you realize like we control the society in a lot way, a lot more ways than we give credence to, and just a lot of this degeneracy that had been heaped upon us, and then which we're continuously carrying. If we turn tongue in cheek, you know. There's nothing that could be done to stop, not just black people, you know, as a whole, but this society. So, but will that happen? Remains to be seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every day, man, when I get messages, long story short, I hear stories. I'm just like, what? There's no way. And then like, because I give advice to people, you know, they ask me for advice. I don't mind. And some of the messages I get mostly predominantly from women. I'm just like, what? What? there's no way. And some of the things that men have told me, I'm just like, there's no way. Like, what is it, it worried me? I'm just like, what is going on right now? There's one, there's a point in my life. And I was like, you're definitely not getting married. Definitely not dating. Like, I, well, I went on some dates, definitely not going further than this. And <laughs> yeah. I, and I just was like, this is what it is. So, I mean, I pray about it and I just want to keep, keep it, let, you, let it flow. Cause it's wild out here, you know. It's very wild out, here, especially with the economy, like you said. Economy, relationships, people, hatred. Everybody's focused on themselves. Social media, as Facebook, has given people the right to dis- disrespect people. Because again, keyboard warriors, you get used to what, habitually what you're doing. You become it, and you just not feel any type of any type of feeling towards anybody else. So it's like it's, it's a whole conundrum of things. And no, I'm yeah, but low.
1: the thing is, for someone like me to were to respond, and I'm not saying it's like it's a right versus the left kind of thing, because it, the way I see it is either establishment or not. So you'll see people who are even left leaning. If they take a certain opinion, right? That's not agreed upon. They'll get canceled and thrown away too. They only want one frame of thinking, you know, one hive mind, you know, and it's, yeah, it, it's very apparent, you know, that's why I hate to my hands on social media because I already know a whole bunch yeah, of tro- troglodytes who start coming out of nowhere. and I Yeah, like you'll defend the very thing that oppresses you, but then you'll
0: call yourself like um anti establishment or whatsoever. It's like, yeah, and then Mm -hmm. I was thinking, like, this comment's gonna get lost in about probably 30 minutes, (laughs) like, no matter what I say, yeah, it may come back around next year or something weird, but in like 30 minutes, I just wasted probably 10 minutes commenting on something that doesn't mean anything, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So now I'm just chilling, but yeah, we're gonna have to do. Yeah, we got some. I got some. We'll talk. We'll do some other topics. Definitely do some other topics. Oh, uh, no, before, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We close it out. Do you have anything to say?
1: Uh, well, I would just like to say thank you very much for allowing me to be part of your podcast. Um, oh, of course. And with the topics of what you speak about, brother, let me tell you something. I think you're going to I think you're going to make it big. You know, just keep on the grind. Keep engaging with people. Those like you agree with or and, and disagree with, you know, just have everybody anyone that you could think of, you know, bring them on your platform. Cause I think that's the way in which us as a society is going to come together to really break apart the barriers as far as the, you know, the idiocracies in which we all go by. And so we can all start seeing truth, right. And see as so either the real enemy is, or if anything, you know, just start healing and fixing yourself. Right. Cause oh, you can't definitely. see anything if you are, if you are truly a lost soul. And I think what you're doing right now is helping a lot of people. Just this conversation we had that's been going on for almost an hour now. It's, let me tell you something. It, it actually helps me a lot just speaking with someone who either can agree with me or can at least understand a point of view in which I come across and is not so adversarial.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's the point. Like, I, I'd be a fool to think I know everything. So let me hear what you're saying. Uh, you know. If you tell me something else, enlighten me. Uh, no pun intended. Enlighten me, <laughs> and maybe, maybe I can. Have, my paradox will shift, you know, or perspective shift in some type of realm where yes, I can exactly. do that or apply it and share it to the next person. So that's just trying to shed some love and spread some light on some dim subjects. And that's the no, no, no,
1: no. Yeah, absolutely. And keep on, like I said, keep on doing your thing,
0: brother. I think you're, you to do big things. I appreciate, it, man. It truly means a lot. And uh, thank you again for your time. I know we've been planning this, and uh, we finally got it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Facts.
0: <laughs> All right, brother. Uh, you take care now. And I uh, thank y'all. And thank you for joining me on enlighten me.